Let's get it. All right, so I guess yeah. Let's okay. right. well, start now. Yep, you you missed the intro, man. Okay, so this is another episode of Shaw versus Miles. The title of this one is MySpace Music. I like that bass. Sweet. I don't know why the model says sweet, but I'm glad they did. Um, so yeah, we're pretty much looking at the artist Aubrey, Drake Graham, Jermaine, J. Cole, Cole, Kendrick, Lamar Duckworth. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do that. But... And then uh, Wale and uh, Sean, Big Sean Anderson, that guy. I was gonna say, I was gonna say Wale say actual name. Yeah, Wale's actual name. I'm not even gonna struggle to say his name. Wale. Olubu Wale. No, uh, you saw his whole name. He got that name like uh, Akon. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know how to say his middle name. I know this. I know how to say his, his first name. Olubu Wale. Falarin. Yeah. Yeah, just say Florin. <laughs> I actually thought about um the other day I was because how Wallace keeps saying how he wants to retire. I was like, yo, if he wanted to go with a whole new identity, just like using his real name, like like this Olu Falarin. Like, yeah, don't call me Wale anymore. So I'm Olu Falarin. Using his real name, like like my actor name is Olu Falarin. Yeah, that would be a, yeah, that would be a good professional name. I can say it. I mean, it would be like Mahershala Ali. Like I, you had to like tell me a thousand times how to say that. But anyway, we're going to talk about marshmallow. But yeah, we're going to talk about their current, well, not current projects. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about the current projects. We're going to rank these a little bit. Um, who do you want to start with? Because according to the docket, we're starting with Aubrey. Uh Let's leave Arby for last. I feel, I feel like let's Arby should be last. I think Arby should be last. Um, but I feel bad for anybody that's first because I'm like, oh, we're not ranking you. Let's but, go. Let's go, Sean Wale, Cole, 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 then Kendrick, then Aubrey. Yeah, how about that? We'll yeah. do it like that. All right, with Sean. All right, we, we unanimously picked the same mixtape. Oh, yeah, we should probably tell, look, like we, we said. Uh, well, okay, that's walk. how we're going to do it. Yeah. Oh, you want to? No, Josh, I always do all these intros and stuff. You do it. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead, no. Man. I was going to say, like, yeah, it was probably explaining, like, we're going to do all their albums, and then we each chose. One mixtape from the catalog. Some of them only really have like one mixtape that everybody, but we, we pretty much all chose like the same mixtape for that each art for each artist to add yeah. into the catalog. We literally picked the same, except for two. Two artists, we picked two different mixtapes, and that was Wale and Aubrey. I'm a, I need to stop calling him Aubrey Drake. <laughs> <laughs> But Wale and Drake, we picked two different mixtapes. Um, but for Sean, we picked the same one. 
which was volume three, big. I mean, it had like Don Cannon on the beats. It had, well, Don Cannon was in the intro, which was pretty epic to me. I love the intro to uh, Finally Famous Volume 3. So that to me was an obvious one because that one felt like an album. Yeah. So especially they came out with one with no like DJ cuts or ad libs or anything like that. I was like, that's the one that got like all the tracks that I love on it. I was like, I, I still play the uh, fat raps. <laughs> I love fat raps. Um, that was my introduction to Say It Ain't Tone. Where is Say It Ain't Tone, man? I need I need some new Say yeah, It Ain't Tone. Yeah, where is Say It Ain't Well, Say It Ain't Tone is good. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like Memphis Bleak. He's good. I'm sure he's good. Yeah. I'm sure Sean makes sure he's straight. But I did. Well, I was anticipating Say It Ain't Tone for like a good two years during that time. But this ain't about Say It Ain't Tone. I'm sorry, Say It Ain't Tone. Uh, <laughs> This is about your boy uh Sean Don. Yeah, AKA Mr. Uh Janae Aiko. Um <laughs> Yeah, that 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 mixtape was just classic like that super duper lemonade. <laughs> yeah. He took Gucci song and flipped it, and it was yeah. actually he made it his own song. Uh like I said, I went to the concert where it was him, Mickey Fax. Remember I had Google where Free Soul was? He's still yeah. making music. Crazy as it is, um, but yeah, that whole time period was different. This is like, this isn't that. This isn't the spiritual Sean that we're getting now. <laughs> that was the Powell chain. I've never seen until I met him an MCM shirt. <laughs> like that was this time. This is when like he was dressing outrageous and he was hanging out with Kanye in Japan. <laughs> wearing nothing but bape. Like, this is a totally different Sean we're talking about here. So, I mean, it was just pretty much braggadocious rap. But it was good. He, And that's another thing that never is really talked about with Sean. He changed. He yeah. changed, um, like, his flow. Well, not his flow, but he changed his, like, subject matter. Through the years, as he matured, his music matured with it. So that's what, like, this was pretty good when it came to like ranking them. Cause I was like, okay, depends on like where my time period is now, like where my mind is now. After you picked Finally Famous Volume Three, where did you go? Oh well, my well my order. The one, how I had why I ordered my albums was, was I did Dark Sky. I said Dark Sky Paradise is my favorite one. Then I said Big is my my next favorite. Dang, that's my first one. It's Dark Sky Paradise. Dark Sky Paradise. I don't care what nobody says. Outside of the singles, that was a complete album. It that's was crazy. One. I was like, it was. The most complete album. And I was like, that's that was his pinnacle. I've even I think I've actually heard Sean say that that's his favorite album in his catalog so far. It it's his best album. I mean, if you want to like introduce somebody to Sean outside of playing volume three, which is kind of, like I said, 
he matured with the flow because I'm like, uh, volume three is good, but it's dated. Yeah, because he's definitely not that guy anymore. Um, but yeah, Dark Sky Paradise. Wow. I mean, the flow was immaculate. The subject matter was crazy. Like it was just a deep album. Um, that was my, my first two, and then I may shock people. I don't have Finally Famous Volume 3, the mixtape, as my second. I have the album. I Like I said, that album, I remember it fondly because that was like one of the few albums I actually bought on iTunes. Yeah. Like, that, I bought the Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually worth it. was actually worth it, too, buying the Deluxe. So, yeah, it was just like... Um, was the song "My House" was on that album? Oh yeah, uh, so honey much Rick Ross, Pusha T, yeah. My Last, yep, yep. The dance, the ass remix, as 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 as. Uh, uh, good old Nikki, which we <laughs> talked about off mic, but we're not. I mean, we we, we might give Nikki an episode later on during the down the road. Cause we didn't, we, I didn't realize we both had. Speaking of MySpace music, we had both the same experience of how we were introduced to Nikki, which was pretty much on MySpace. <laughs> so yeah, we might dive into that later. But yeah, pretty much that's my second one. And then I'm putting Big Three as my third, and then Hall of Fame is my last. But I want to get into I decided. I decided it's probably low key. It's like underrated. That's my third, actually. I decided, yeah. I just, but I decided for me is like fourth, because it's very underrated, and I hate to put it there, but it still doesn't really hit like his mixtape volume three did for me. But I decided it was actually pretty good because I want to say he was on a hiatus from uh, what was that Hall of Fame. Uh, like it took a year. Like that was, we hadn't heard from Sean until like I decided time started coming out. Mhm. Yeah, so, cause, yeah, because Hall of Fame came out two thousand thirteen, Dark Sky Paradise two thousand fifteen, uh, and then I decided came out. I decided it was twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, yeah. But that, but that gap, yeah, you read. I hadn't really heard from Sean. I want to say like barely. I want to say Detroit mixtape came out in between then. Yeah, he uh, because before I decided they had the twenty eighty eight, and then uh, yeah, he had the Detroit mixtape. Yeah, yeah, twenty eighty eight in Detroit also came out during that. But yeah, like he left us with Detroit and was pretty much like. All right, y'all, I'm going to album mode. Bye. And I'm like, what happened to Sean? <laughs> what happened to him? Which Detroit featured um, another person on this list, Kendrick, which was my favorite song on that mixtape. Oh, wow, no. Detroit came out in 2012. Wow. Yeah. Detroit came out in 2012? Yep. That was, yeah, that was before Hall of Fame. Dang. So, yeah, I- yeah. so basically at 2015... To um, twenty fifteen yeah, to twenty seven gap. Yeah, the only thing he did was twenty eighty eight. Yeah, 
And then he went straight to like, um, like I said, he went straight to I decided. Yeah. Which I like twenty eighty eight, but again, I think we've talked about him and Janae a thousand times already in the last couple of episodes. We're not gonna do this again. Uh, <laughs> but I, I decided. Ooh, excuse me. Is when he literally started changing into the shine that we have now. So again, like you got, I got the moves. Another song that I like, Bounce Back, which was, I think that was the first single off of I Decided. Yeah. I think yeah, with I Decided, so. it's just the fact that we all love Dark Sky Paradise so much. So when he came with I Decided, we were like, oh, it don't really match up to that yeah, level. It wasn't really, yeah, that's why Dark. You see the gap in my list, though. <laughs> That's why you see the gap in my list. I decided it's four. Dark Sky Paradise is at the top. <laughs> it's almost at the, like I decided it's almost at the bottom. It barely it's it skated by Hall of Fame, pretty much. And for me, because again, I decided it was anticipated basically it was basically anticipated off of that Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah. So I kind of understand why he kind of went silent, just put out 2088. And was like, yeah, I'm going to go into the studio for this one. Actually, yeah, none of that thing really think about it. I was like, I haven't really gone back to I Decided since it came out. But I've gone yeah, back. Yeah, that's what I said. Pa- it's at the bottom for me. It's just like Hall of Fame. But I've gone back to Dark Sky Paradise. So I, yeah, like, I listened to Dark Sky Paradise, I want to say, ooh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Cause it's on my phone, so again, I down like that. That and finally, famous the album were like deluxe editions. I actually bought like this. Is, all right, we just I just kind of aged myself here. Uh, yeah, back in the day, you had, before Apple Music, you actually had to buy the albums off of iTunes. <laughs> so yeah, it came with like the blessed video and everything like that. Let me see if I still have it on here. It should. It literally just says Dark Sky Paradise Deluxe. Yeah, still on here. Wow. And then I bought the blessings because it didn't come with the remix with yeah, Kanye. Yeah, so I had to buy it. But yep, I do it. I mean, they're not gonna see the video of it, but I'll show you. Like literally, it's right there. Yeah. Like I got literally the whole. Finally Famous Deluxe Edition. It's still bought, so I did support Sean Don and get the whole album. But anyway, yeah, I decided, like he did 2088, you heard like some little like radio silence, then he just bounced back with, bounced back. And that whole gap right there, I was like, dang, where you been? Like 2088 was good. Like, okay, let me go ahead and get out of my system. 2088 was good. I played that now. That you talking about something I played back? I played that back. I was gonna say I was like I, I, I've never heard any bad <laughs> reviews from 2088. I, I loved it. Yeah, I, it was really really good. Like we just because the only reason I'm talking about this, I know this kind of like rambling, but 
Nah, Sean just like the playback albums, like songs you can still play in that, like play now. Pretty much Dark Sky Paradise in that. Yeah, <laughs> me. <laughs> For me, 2088 and Dark Sky Paradise have like the best replay value from Sean. Yeah. Because that <sighs> I don't care what nobody says. They make a good couple, man. <laughs> they really do. I was like, when, when they broke up, I was like, I just, that means we ain't going to get another 2088 album. <laughs> That's all I care about. That's how I felt too. I was like, wait a minute. That was good. We ain't going to get no more of that. But they're giving us like little songs here and there. But I like, want another album because that was dope. That was a dope project. But anyway, we we gonna end up talking about Sean all day. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about Wale. Oh, but I was gonna say before before we go on real quick, let's let's, let's run through each. Other. I was like, I, I think we have the same order. I pretty much. I was like, I said, well, I said Dark Sky Paradise, Big. You convinced me to actually switch, so I'm gonna go with Finally Famous the album as my third. I decided as my fourth in Hall of Fame as my weakest one, as my least favorite. We basically have the same list now. You're welcome. (laughs) Because I looked like when you put Finally Famous album kind of low, I was like, that had hits on hits on hits. That was was a pretty good album. I was like, I don't understand why you got it so low. I was like, yeah, after we sit there and talk about it, I was like, yeah, I decided, yeah, I really don't have that good of a playback value. I was like, I might actually put. Hall of Fame above that. I don't know yet. I was like, I mean, I liked, I mean, I liked Fire for the time, but I ain't playing back no song that had Miley Cyrus in the video. I'm not playing that back. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> I was like, it, it's Milf and the Where and that Ten to Ten Moolah. Now I like now I like ten to ten and I liked uh beware. We Weezy did his thing. But when we got a glimpse of him and Janae working together. Yeah. And and Wayne was on there when Wayne was still at his peak. That's when he was just jumping on people's stuff, making it a classic and then j- walking right off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Ooh. Okay, yeah, okay, y'all. Smiles has just updated the list. Yes. Hall of Fame is now above, I decided. Yeah. Because, dang, he's right. 10 to 10, I, yeah. I decided outside of Bounce Back and um, what was the other one? Oh. <sighs> there was literally like only two songs. Oh, and Moves. Yep. Yeah, you take that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, yeah, like... Yep, that that'll be my order. Dark Sky Paradise, Big, Finally Famous the Album, Hall of Fame, then I decided. Okay. Yeah, we pretty much got the same. We ended up with the same one the more we analyzed and kept talking about it. So <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna get to Falarin. Uh yeah, especially because I was I was just looking at the time too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um so Wale. We had two different mixtapes that we put in here. I liked Wale's like 10 Deep uh, collab, 100 Miles and Running, because he like basically he spit off of other people's stuff, but he did it. He made the songs his own. 
So that like like Wale dance, I shared that, and I was like, I probably played that video back and that song like a thousand times <laughs> during that time period. Um, I was wearing Ten Deep and all that stuff back then. So him, Cuddy, always had my ear because mm. Ten Deep pretty much had all the dope artists mixtapes. Yep. So, and then you had um he did Who You With on there um. There's a lot of classics on 100 Miles of Running. Like, he pretty much made the songs his own. Um, oh, we got a glimpse of the mixtape about nothing covering that while they dance video, too. He ah, Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah, he had the Seinfeld thing in that video. So, again, this was the, like, beginning of Wale pretty much getting his feet wet. This is when... Wale was so influential to me. I had I Can't Go For That by Hall & Oates. It's my ringtone, too, after I heard it in that mixtape. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool in that skit. So I was like, yeah, let me change my ringtone to that. So that's why it's definitely one of my favorite ones is mixtapes. I know mixtape about nothing. Everybody loves it. It had um, Back in the Go, all that stuff like that. I mean, it's called Cliche Song with Bum B, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the cliche Lil Wayne feature. <laughs> yeah, cliche Lil Wayne feature. And the feature heavy stuff. song. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it even had um it had a um the ice cream. I still remember that song from Hundred Miles and Running. I'm going back and forth. But yeah, mixtape about nothing. Yeah, I mean it was good mixtape. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that for me personally. It's not my favorite mixtape per se. I really liked it the first time I heard Wale, which was 100 Miles of Running. So that's why I picked that one. Yeah, then like I was telling you, uh, the mixtape about nothing was my introduction to Wale. So I was like, that's why I ended up choosing that oh, one. That's, oh, that's why I said what I said. I said, How are you, a moon? And I heard Wale before you. <laughs> that's why I made that joke. I was like, Wait a minute. <laughs> So I heard him like a couple years before you did. I was like, hold up now. But yeah, because yeah, uh one of my uh friends from college, uh, shout out to my girl Benta. She's from DC. And um, I just remember one day she was like, You ever heard of Wale? And I'm like, Who was that? And she was like, Oh, and she uh that was when CDs were still out. She was like, she's like, Yeah, it's like she gave me the, the seat, the actual CD. She was like, Yo, take this. This is my CD, take it, check it out, let me know how you like it. And I'm like, All right, cool. I took took it back to the room, uploaded to the computer. Was listening. I was like, "Oh, this dude is nice." I was like, "Oh yeah, mixtape about nothing." Yeah, I was like, "About replay, everything." I was like, "I was like, I was like the fact that this is a theme." I was like, "And I love the titles." I was like, "The fact that he's calling it." I'm like, "The root song Wale is on the feature." I was like, "I was like the fact that he's like openly putting it out." I was like, "This is creative." I was like, "And have um um." Julia Louis Dreyfus on it, like, oh, I'm so cool. Like, I'm gonna tell all my kids that I was on, I was on a rapper mixtape. <laughs> yeah, that was a good thing. That and when he was on Complex with Jerry Seinfeld, I was like, oh, he a fan fan. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> he ain't playing. Like, he ain't playing by his fandom of the uh, show Seinfeld, which is actually a pretty good show. Um, but yeah, let's rank these albums. All right, I'm not going to lie to you. It's already in order on the docket. That's how I'm ranking them. Oh, uh, 
the same way I, I sent it. No, 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 no. Switch, oh. uh, the gifted and ambition, and that's pretty much it. Ah, okay. See, because uh, well, for me, my order was ambition, which I always like telling everybody. The reason was this, the year that ambition came out was the year that I moved here to Texas. So, like at the time, it was just like the soundtrack to my life at that moment. <laughs> like, no days off, always grinding. And Man, you still you know, wear the Ambition band. Yep, I was like, that was like, that's the only reason that's my favorite wallet, because it was just such a monumental time period album for me at that time. So I was like, I said, Ambition, then I went with The Gifted. Uh, this work is kind of iffy, because I, I might have to, it might move up, my, but like right now I got Wild That's Crazy as my third Album about nothing as my fourth, mixtape about nothing as my fifth, shine and then attention deficit. You put a attention deficit at the um, end. I don't know, like it's just like I said about shine. His like their first mix, their first. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not mixtape. Their first albums were really really good to me. Yeah, because like beautiful bliss. It's still a song I play off of intention, attention deficit. And like I said, I like the thing. You know what the theme of intention deficit reminded me of not when I had to play it back? It was like Jordan Lucas's new album, ADHD. It literally was the same thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that until I listened back. I'm like, oh, snap. Like the skits and everything, it's pretty much the same album as Jordan Lucas's ADHD. I'm gonna have to go back because I, like, I really haven't, I haven't listened to Attention Deficit and like, so I usually just go back and listen to like Beautiful Bliss. That's like really, like the real. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and like. Because Cole, up. who's all, like I said, this is all intertwining people. Because Cole was on Beautiful Bliss and he gave probably one of the best guest verses I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much why. Like Attention Deficit was actually really, really good. It's underrated. I mean, I hate when I hate when people were saying it wasn't all that, just because of that Lady Gaga feature. I was like, that's not fair. Like the rest of the the rest of the album was pretty solid, and just for you to go off of one song, just go off of chill, like just to decimate chilling, which chilling was not a bad song. Chilling was a good song for the time period. We <laughs> So I don't understand why. People were yeah, I'm like, and people would really hate because. Freaking Lady Gaga, who was like the most popular person on the planet at that time, was pretty much. I can't put him up. Everybody keeps hearing that shaking and slobbering. That's my dog. <laughs> That's the thing I hate about the quarantine. The quarantine, we're we're at home, so and he's a needy pup to the point that he has to be by me at all times. <laughs> That's how he survives in this world. He's right under me. But anyway, yeah, everybody was giving his like bad reviews and stuff. And I'm like, did y'all actually hear the album? It was actually really good. You take away that one pop attempt, which which was chilling, and it was solid. I don't understand. I'll never understand the hatred for the album. The Gifted has another one of my favorite songs. Um that you didn't know was one of my favorite songs. So we talked. We talked. Oh, I mean, I can't remember which one was it. Uh, it was. Um, I want to say it's called Heaven's Afternoon. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know one of my favorite songs. That beat yeah, was so yeah, Meek, underrated. And then Meek, Meek was spitting on it. It it was a really it's a really good song. I, that's probably why I put the gifted above ambition. But I might change ambition to the. I might keep it in the order that it's in on the docket. But the gifted, yeah, it was like I said. I'll, basically, I'm just gonna say this right now. All of Wale's albums are underrated. Yes, that. I'm just gonna fair. say it right now because I'm I'm thinking back now. I'm like, man, the gift that had this song. That was one of my favorite. That's still one of my favorite songs. But it also had this, this, and I'm like, yeah. you can literally put that. I can put that sentiment for every single Wale album. And I always look at the reviews, and I'm like, this album was good, but you're acting like it was just okay. But I believe Wale is a victim of you put out awesome mixtapes, and then you just give us. Like studio albums, <laughs> yeah. They they actually uh they mentioned it on uh, Joe's podcast earlier. There they're talking about um a better battle might actually be Fab versus Wale. Like yeah, in, in, in oh, terms- Wale, I'm sorry, Fab. I love Fab's mixtapes, which you know, because I, I love his mixtapes just like I love Jadakiss's mixtapes. But Wale will wipe the floor with Fab. I'm just going to, I ain't going to lie to y'all. He would, because Wale's mixtapes are elite. Yeah, because uh, cause Joe was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like uh, Fab might think it's disrespectful for me to say Wale, who was a younger artist than him. He was like, but he's like, if you think about their catalog, like, in terms of mixtapes and albums, he was like, they're pretty much the same rapper. <laughs> yeah. He was like, because Fab's they, mixtapes they, 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 they get way better than his albums. Yeah, like they they give they're lyrical. They they gonna give you a a dope uh feature on an R and B track or whatever. But for some reason, when it gets to the albums, just done. He was, but he, um, but you you gonna have to give it to Wally because it's like he has more well rounded albums. Like Fab's albums, eh, we really like. If we if we get out of early two thousands, yeah, we get like out we, of early two thousands. I'm talking about like I can't like can't deny it and stuff like. That. Yeah, once you get out of uh in the U. And all that stuff, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. And like that, la- that last album that had him was those pretty, pretty, like, pretty versus Jason. Pretty versus Jason saved him. Most of like you look at Fab's catalog, most of his great songs are like his collabs. Mm-hmm. Because like I trade it all, which is one of our favorite songs, because your favorite group is in it. Mm-hmm. Jagged. Like we, uh, like we still not haven't got Loso's way too. <laughs> speaking of which, you know what? Like I said, y'all gonna listen back on this tape and they're like, dang, they took advantage of having like being quarantined. <laughs> but yeah, we're probably gonna end up having a Freddie versus Jason episode. Cause yeah, Fab, yeah, Fab is another one of my underrated and Jada Kiss to me is forever a legend. So yeah, we're gonna talk about that later. But yeah, back to Wale's albums album about nothing i hate he named it that and i hate he tried to go with the same theme as the mixtape i really do what because my anticipation was up here and the album was right here and i hurt myself i know you can't see me but josh can see me i put it like the, the my anticipation for it because the mixtape was so high and then it ended up being as the kids say mid what? You, that's interesting. 
I'm like, dang. Because if you hear a mixtape about nothing, yeah, it's epic. It's it's a great mixtape. When I got the album about nothing, which is pretty much the same thing, yeah, I was kind of disappointed. Shine actually was surprisingly good. I mean, not surprisingly good, but it was like, dang, this is another album they pretty much was acting like wasn't all that, but it was actually pretty good. Yep. And wow, that's crazy. Uh, shout out to Smiles for getting me a physical copy. Wow, that's crazy. It was actually pretty good. Maybe because it hasn't aged yet, there's no there's no dust on it yet, that I had to put it at the end. I can't put wow, that's crazy up there yet. So it, that's why it's at the end. It's not because it sucks. It's not a bad album. It's just it needs some age. It needs to age a little bit. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why I said for me, it's like it might move up, might move down. I was like, but I was like, I think I'm more right now in the the moment in the uh, the moment <laughs> of the fact that I've still been playing it. They're like, oh, this is my my one of my favorites. But like, like, like I said, yeah, I can't put, I can't rank it yet. So pretty much for me, it's not like it's at the bottom of the list. It's just unranked right now because yeah, it's only been out for like what a year or two. Uh, not even. <laughs> not even. Wow, that's crazy. I swear it came out at the end of the year. It was like October, November? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, October 11th. See? See? It hasn't been out that long, so I can't give it... I can't give it a real, like, oh, yeah, that... Six months. <laughs> yeah, it's only been out for six months. I can't... I Like, those other albums we named... Have been out for years, so I can do that. So you know that's easy for me to do, but I can't rank. Wow, that's crazy yet. So that's just my personal opinion on that. All right, so we're going to Cole. Yeah, Cole World. Friday Night Lights was perfect. There, I said it. <laughs> it was perfect. It was the perfect mixtape. I rarely say that. The last time I think I said that was like the um, Champ is Here mixtapes. Last time I said a mixtape was perfect. <laughs> a lot of people say So Far Gone was perfect. But, yeah. Friday Night Lights was like... That's why when he released it on streaming services, I was not surprised. Because it pretty much was an album. Let's go back to like Big Sean real quick. <laughs> It was pretty much an album just like that. Yep. So, Friday Night Lights, um, Young Simba. <laughs> it, it just, yeah. For those who listen to our show and ain't real hip hop heads, which is very, which is very few of you, uh, <laughs> very few. If you haven't heard Friday Night Lights, do yourself a service. And listen to Friday Night Lights. And if you have not heard Friday Night Lights and you're a Cole fan, you just something wrong with you. That's what I said, hip hop. If you're a Cole fan, of course you're a Friday Night Lights. <laughs> if you're a hip hop fan and you haven't heard that, you're just tripping. Yeah. You wildin'. You might they might have been in the cave during that time. I don't know. I've been under a rock. I don't know. But I'm saying for the rare one of you that hasn't heard that mixtape, do yourself a favor and listen to it. All right, so for the albums, uh, I have a favorite, and I've always had a favorite, and it's still my favorite. 
Born Sinner. Born Sinner is actually my favorite Cole album. Basically, from the title track and there. Once I got to the title track, I still feel like Born Sinner is underrated. I feel like no people, not enough people talk about them. I'm like, yo, that was a great album. That was a great album. I don't care. Nobody says that's. It's never gonna. It's never gonna change again. For me, once I got to Born Center featuring Fauntleroy, James Fauntleroy, I was like, oh man, he. I'm like, how did he just build us up like this? That had you thinking about like your life <laughs> on Born Center. Like, how did he do that? And then he went right back to the song with 50 and not let Nas down and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? Yeah, the album is a crazy ride. It's definitely one of his most underrated and it's actually a really great, like, it's rare to say these days, a great album. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't like Cole. I always hear the jokes, Cole puts you to sleep and stuff like that. I'm like, eh. I always sit there like I, I don't get it because I've been to like almost all of Cole's concerts. I think one of the times we've actually hung out, like then this is when like me and Josh seeing each other hanging out or whatever was a rare occasion. Uh, <laughs> we went to that Wale and Cole concert. Yeah. Yes, I'm like I've literally been to every single one of this man's concerts and he has never disappointed me. And I'm gonna say it like I told um, Josh off mic. We weren't the only per- people in that um, arena. We weren't the only people there. So obviously he does have fans. <laughs> That's why he went platinum with no features. Thank you. That's a lot so of- every time you say, Wale, I mean, I'm going to say Wale. Every time you say Cole sucks, I got to look at you crazy. I'm like, yeah, just because you don't like lyrical rappers. That's okay. I mean, stick. I mean, like I always say, stick with the mobile rappers. It's okay. We're not judging. I never judge about the mumble rappers. I like mumble rappers too. I like, you know, I liked uh, Lil Pump's Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I, I loved it. It was interesting for the time. But I gotta have some some substance. <laughs> yeah, that's a substance. And Cole always brings the substance. But yeah, I start off Born Center. Um, Sideline Story. Then I go to 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Debo, sit. Then you go to KOD. And I really and I really hate to put sideline story, which I might move sideline story in the middle of this conversation. Cause his actual debut album, album album, wasn't bad. But he actually got better. I, I don't. I don't care. What nobody says like that's why I said the whole stupid comments on the internet always make me kind of upset because his albums actually got better every time he put one out. Yep. So sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, sorry, Cole haters. You're missing out on quality content. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I went with um, Friday Night Lights, Forest Hill Drive. Born Center, For Your Eyes, Sideline Story, and then KOD. Mm. I like KOD. I was like, KOD, KOD had a whole bunch of like good singles on it. Maybe that's what it is. Yes, I, I think because I, I didn't. Well, I still have to go back to really listen to KOD. But I, like, but I just off the first like 
couple listens, I was like, I just couldn't, for some reason, I just couldn't vibe with it. Like, eh, it's just not. And I kind of feel like you with the Ambition album, maybe because KOD is like when Dennis Smith was here and stuff like that. <laughs> like Dennis Smith Jr. was here on the Mavericks. And then Cole was like coming to games and stuff, and he was in the city. Yeah, he was always in Dallas. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. Shout out Oak Cliff. I might just buy the Mavericks. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe that's what it is. But yeah, Cal- was funny. the day he was here. I'm still sorry. The day he was actually in Oak Cliff, I was I had to work. Somebody was like, "Yo, Cole was here," and I'm like, "Fuck, I." Gotta be at work. <laughs> yeah, Cole. Yeah, Cole was actually. He was in my neighborhood, man. He was at. He was at the park before was, Cliff. I was. I was so sorry because it seemed like everybody I knew had picture had put put pictures on Facebook. <laughs> oh look, Cole! I'm like, fuck y'all. I was at work. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was around the. He was. That's when you lived in Old Cliff. So yeah, he was around the corner, literally. Yeah, I was so sorry. I'm like, I live right there, and I'm at work. <laughs> I think everybody, I think that's, yeah, that's pretty much what it was me, too. I was like, I had to work. <laughs> I found out, like, literally when I saw him at the game later that night. That's when I was like, oh, man, he was in a clip, too? Dang. Well, he's course out this match game right now. I'm looking at him. <laughs> yeah. I still think my boy, uh, I'm not going to name no names. I think still think my boy was gesturing me to come over to talk to him. And I kept shaking my head, no. <laughs> I was like, nah. And me and that man had the same pair of sneakers on that day. I <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. But anyway, yeah, again, I'm not really going to go into the subtext of every single album. I'm just going to say it like this. Listen to J. Cole. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you want to get your jokes off. I know you want to say he's boring. No. I mean, it's just like, that's why when he said let Nas down, I thought it was kind of funny because you literally do the same thing Nas does. You tell great stories. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I like Cole because I like storytellers in my in like, with my hip hop, just like I like honey with my tea. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe that's why. So yeah. So oh, the we got the reason I'm like I hate to do Cole like that, but we speeding by Cole is not only for time, but we also have like two other artists. I'm sure we're gonna go into deeper detail with. Which is Kendrick Lamar and Drake. K Dot. K Dot and Aubrey. Look how that just switches up. Anyway. Champagne Poppy. <laughs> Champagne Poppy. Drizzy. Drizzy. Uh, oh, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Overly dedicated didn't do it for me. That's actually my that's my fourth. That's what that's at the end for me. That's at the end. That's definitely at the bottom for me. Overly dedicated never did it for me. Maybe because like people kept playing Michael Jordan for me to the point I didn't really listen to Overly Dedicated till like late, late, late. Because I thought that was him, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I never liked that song. Then all of a sudden I seen. K Dot in the All My Life video with J Rock. And I said, Oh snap, like this fool actually raps. <laughs> and he knows J Rock, who I actually liked at the time, even though 
all of his mixtapes and things were about like gang culture yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> like, uh, sh- shout out to some real bloods. She's looking for real blood. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's why that mixtape didn't do it for me. But Section Eighty, which Smiles has told me, is actually an album. Yeah, I, was like, I didn't know that until then. I was, like, I was like, oh, I was like, this is actually considered his first, technically his first album, just not his first major label album. So, the whole time I thought to me, Section Eight was a mixtape because I found it on sites. I'm not going to name the sites, but I always found it on a mixtape site. I never saw it on like to purchase until late, late, late in his career. No, it was actually after Good Kid Mad City came out. Then I was in Section 80 was available for purchase on iTunes and other places like that. So that was my introduction to Oh, that that Michael Jordan song guy actually was pretty good. So so for me, the ranking is it, it should be obvious. Good Kid, Mad City, first. Yep. Section eighty second. Mine too. I want to say it's hard to pick between "Damn" and "To Pimp a Butterfly." Yeah, I said, I said "Damn" first. I said "Damn" number three. I want to. That's what I'm about to say. I'm about to say "Damn." I'm like "Damn" before "To Pimp a Butterfly," and then "Overly Dedicated." Yeah. Then it was. For me, I got four overly dedicated and then five to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm. Which I was like, again, I was like, I might have to really go back because, like, everybody, how everybody loved to Pimp a Butterfly. And I was like, I just couldn't get with the, the jazziness because just probably just because I don't listen to jazz. <laughs> so I was just like, uh. I'm, oh, yeah, I told you with another episode we did. Um, when we talked about the first like um, mixtapes and albums of this year, I love that. I love horns. I love like when a band is actually playing. <laughs> so it was actually something I got. It was actually something I was into. Very, very soulful album, but it's just not. I just can't put it above um, Good Kid, Mad City, or Section Eighty. I just can't put it above those two for sure. But yeah, to Pimple Butterfly, um, it's not for because it sucks. It's just Damn was actually a pretty good album. And there's so many versions that he came out with it afterwards. Like where you had to like where he pretty much was he rearranged the album backwards and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what I love that. I was like the creativity of that. I was like, that is amazing. So he like the fact that there's like different ways to listen to Damn made it one of my favorites. Like that's why I had to put it at three because I'm like, you can listen to it different ways. Um, there was a part I think where he was speaking backwards, mm-hmm. and then you like you had to like find a way to like listen to it forwards, and that was actually a pretty good bar. That was actually pretty good bars. You can't Damn is such a versatile album. It was what. Kanye told us the life of Pablo was supposed to be a living album, but K Dot actually, like all Kanye did to to um, the um, life of Pablo was he had like one or two songs. Yeah, but Kendrick was literally flipping the album, putting secret messaging in there, making like deluxe editions out of nowhere and stuff like that. 
So, yeah, that's why it ranks right there. It's pretty crazy how he flipped the script with just one album. Yeah, people's like, if you go here and stand on the corner at 3 o'clock noon, it becomes a whole different new album. I'm telling you. K Dot was smart with this. I don't know why he, how he did it, but yeah, he yeah he mastered that. He mastered an actual living album. Um, like I said, to Pimple Butterfly was soulful. Section eighty, I'll never forget. Rigor Mortis is when I realized, oh my god, this guy is incredible. Then that remix with Buster, with Buster, yeah. So yeah. But Good Kid, Mad City, I mean, what can you talk about it? <sighs> I'm going to take a deep breath when I say this because yeah, literally... That album changed like all the albums that came after. Everybody was like, oh, now I'm going to tell a story. Yeah. Hey, hey. Cole was already doing that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take it back to that every time. Cole was already telling stories. Um, but Good Kid, Mad City, you know my second home. It always reminds me of there. It always reminds me of California. I mean, outside of like Compton and things like that, because yeah, I, I'm <laughs> that's not my um, California residence. It's more of Northern California. So yeah, it always reminds me like the weather. Um, like you literally feel like a California breeze when you live in a good kid, Mad City. Like it's yeah, and now you're talking about a California album. It's the quintessential California album. It it describes Southern California to me, California the state as a whole. Even when he's being descriptive, like in Compton. So, yeah, it's just wow. But Kendrick is just a phenomenal artist. Period. Um, what what was the name of the song? Mona Lisa. He was great on that. Mm-hmm. Mon- Lisa. Mon- Lisa. We could always, but yeah, K Dot. Um, I mean, wow. Now that's a guy people were trying to lie and say had misses. I'm like, uh, K Dot don't miss. <laughs> oh, besides overly dedicated, which was my favorite mixtape, but like he don't miss. But yeah, we're gonna like. Because mm-hmm. literally, we've been recording for how long? Uh, fifty-five minutes. Hadn't even been an hour. You take away like the first two or three minutes. We're trying mm-hmm. to figure this stuff out. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna like not speed by Aubrey too fast, but okay, it's not on. Like it's not on the docket, but I picked a different mixtape. I picked Comeback Season. I like Comeback Season. I mean, he had, before the beef, Pusha was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is when he was still working with people like Nicholas Trey L. Songs like yeah, Trey Songs. Your comeback Season was actually pretty good. Um, the song he has with Cardinal Official, um, one of my favorite songs, The Last Hope. Was on that tape. So, so, again, he was in, yeah. Drake was showing promise with that way before So Far Gone. So, that's why I picked Comeback Season. I mean, it's still at the bottom because 
It's freaking Drake, man. Like, after comeback season, he pretty much took off with So Far Gone and then. But I have a, I have a surprise at um, the bottom. It's not really a surprise. Save Me Later is not up there with, for me. As much as I love this first album, like I like the song you did with Jeezy. Yeah. I like Jay. I mean, it was feature heavy, and I guess that's why I never really liked it. I'm like, dang, bro. I'm like, is that, I don't even think if you look at um, Save Me Later, I'm like, dang, is that like one song he did by himself? <laughs> like, Nicki was on there, Wayne was on there. I'm like, dude, you literally doing mixtapes with barely any features and now well, your first album is like nothing but features. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys? Yeah. I was like, wow. Why is all, why are there so many features on this? The dream. He pulled out. Hmm? I said, yeah, The Dream. Like, I think the fact that he was doing features all summer, I think he forgot Oh, bro, I'm like putting an actual album. Maybe I don't need all these features. But yeah, he went feature crazy with Thank Me Later. That's the only thing that killed it for me. That all the songs are good because of the other person that's on it with him. And it's like, nah. Let's so, see. yeah. Yeah, out of 14 tracks, one, two, three, four, five, six. Half, yeah, half, half the album has a feature on it out of 14 tracks. Thank you. Only things I liked, only thing I liked was the bonus track, which was uh, 9 a.m. in Dallas. Yeah. I liked that. Why? Because Drake was in Dallas a lot back then. No clue to why. But I, if you live in the city, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame Aubrey. Um... This is going to be the hardest um, I ever had to do. Okay. Well, my ranking, I went so far gone. I'm sorry. Uh, the brief pause was because it was a group text. I was like, what? Oh, I okay. saw my phone lighting up. But oh. anyway, um, yes, I for said, me. I said so far gone, nothing was the same. Thank me later as my third. Take care number four. Views five, Scorpion six. We're not, we didn't put if you're reading this, it's too late on there for a reason because that was nothing but singles on top of singles on top of singles. I was like, Yeah, I was like, tell me if it was a mixtape, technically. I was like, I was like, I could add as another mixtape, but if I did, either way, it'd be like right before views, yeah. But this is my thing about that, though. Literally, he came out. I want to say he came out with a video for almost every song on that album. I think he, I think that was his goal. I think he said that was one of his goals to do that. But yeah, if you're reading this too late, it's that's not fair. It wouldn't be fair to put that on there because it was actually it's underrated. But yeah, he he was artistically sound with that album to the point he was making videos and getting in his creative bag. But anyway, so for me. Take Care is my first one. Okay. And then Nothing Was the Same. Then Views. Then Scorpion. And again, 
Thank Me Later is at the end because why was your debut freaking album so feature heavy? Why? I'm so like I'm like, dude, you can hold your own at this point. I know you were still young Aubrey. You were kind of still Degrassi Aubrey, but bruh, you were low like he was he was in that awkward stage. Like when you know when you're a kid, when you're like not a teenager, <laughs> but you're not a child. He yeah, was in that preteen stage, I believe. The adolescence phase would thank me later. I was like, you're not quite Drake Drake yet. But you're not wheelchair Jimmy anymore. So I'm like, he was kind of teetering in between that. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Drake. But thank me later. As great as the album is, why did you have so many features? Like that, that's the part that I didn't like about it. It's the only part I didn't like about it. Kind of why, like, it turns me off from So Far Gone. So Far Gone was feature heavy. Yeah. But I was like, comeback season, room for improvement. You barely had any features on your first two mixtapes. You did so far gone and thank me later. You went feature crazy. The fact that he could call these, I think it was the fact that he could call these people now. <laughs> that he just went ahead and did that. Yes. So far gone, just another time and piece because that was college. All the parties played like all the songs. Yeah, so far gone for me. Again, this shows our age difference. I was like fresh out of high school, still was in young love, couldn't really drink, but <laughs> you know, I could, you know, dabble in other things and hang out. So, yeah, that time period was just different. That, that's why we did this one. That's why we did this episode because pretty much the time different, the time frame of those like mixtapes. That we named and things like that. Oh man, like I said, you were in college. I was barely out of um, high school. <laughs> oh wait, oh nine. Yeah, I was like, it was a, a lot of parties with a lot of those so far gone songs being played. This is before I realized I'm not a people person, so I was going out a lot. So a lot of these albums meant a lot to me. <laughs> This is before I literally became a recluse. So yeah, like Drake, Drake, like especially Club Paradise Drake. Oh my god, I hated Club Paradise Drake because Aubrey was having me make really bad decisions. <laughs> he was. He was like, you know that stripper that gave you her number? Call her. <laughs> Tell her she's wifey material. I said, what am I doing? <laughs> I love you. I love you, girl. <laughs> Dancing tonight, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come through with a blue band. I'm gonna make it rain on you. Because <laughs> Aubrey said so. Aubrey said you deserve respect. You, you, even though you're a stripper, you are still a woman. So yeah, that, yeah. Club Paradise Drake and uh, early like Thank Me Later Drake. Yeah, he was getting me in trouble. He really was selling dreams. <laughs> and he sold me one. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, Drake. The reason we saved him last is because we all know he's influential. We all know that anything he does or says is gonna like be newsworthy. The man, people literally talked about this man's son for a week. 
That kid was everywhere. I said, "Golly, people have kids and every day." That and looks it looks just like his mom. Like, why are y'all surprised? Why his kid looks like that? And everybody was trying to say, and I'm like, "Didn't Drake say when he talked to um, what's his name? Oh my God, Apple, Apple Music, Zane Lowe, yeah." When he talked to him, he pretty much already said we had like two or three DNA tests. That's my kid. <laughs> That's one hundred percent my kid. <laughs> I said I wouldn't be claiming this young man if he wasn't mine. So, but yeah, he looks just like us, uh, Sandra, his mom. Which that's the one thing that I tell people when they hate Drake. I'm like, oh man, you had a man that loves his mom. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Must hate your mom. I'm kidding. But. <laughs> But yeah, Drake, the quintessential sensitive rapper, they call him. <sighs> so much you can say about Aubrey. I'm sorry, but I went to Club, like I said, Club Paradise was at Jexa, which is a local venue here. And I've never seen such excitement for a rapper before. And then every show after that was crazy. Because that's the one with uh, French Montana, J. Cole, like he had everybody. Club Paradise was that one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because that was the one that Darius had us late to, and I was so pissed. Oh, uh, no, it couldn't have been because Club, that mean Club Paradise. If you want to a Club Paradise tour, that means you was. I mean, we were both there. Because yeah, I, I just remember that one because I remember Darius got us there late, and we I missed the first. I missed French Montana and I forgot who else went on, but I know we missed like the first two acts. Because by the time we got there, um, Walker Flock was on stage. Man, I feel a Mandela effect going on because you were there? Yeah. <laughs> we were at a Drake concert together and I don't remember this? What? What? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're going to talk about that off mic. What? Yeah, Paradise. I went for my birthday. I know that for a fact. Yep, I, I remember going to that. It was another one where I was like, Dare, you got us there late. Look, thanks to you. Wow. We're going to talk about this later on today because, wow. I, babe, dang, I've seen you more than I thought I have. I know we went to that Wiz concert together, which he's definitely getting an episode because, dang. Yeah, uh, who is that? Yeah, speaking of Darius, he had to put me back in onto the Wiz train with one night in first class. He actually played it. I kept hearing it wasn't good, so I didn't want to play it. So I was like, I didn't want to dis. I didn't want the the aura, the myth of Wiz to bring you down. Staying. <laughs> Excuse me. So I didn't listen to it, but but yeah pretty much like the reason we picked these guys is again 2009 and prior to let's go back probably 07 yeah was a really great time for music i mean we have other artists like Cuddy and and people like that that came out during this time but definitely the, the five guys that we talked about today were like the top guys. I mean, these guys were like, I think you sent, like, one of the pictures you sent was the one from GQ, right? Yeah. Like, they were that big to where they were, like, in every major publication. Like, everybody saw the star potential in Drake. 
and that's when they were they were all really like considered friends with each other like yeah like oh we all on the same stages we all at the same venues we all putting it in and grinding together trying to get these album deals and work on our first albums and stuff but the funny part about all of these people that i didn't realize this until i looked at the list they were all co-signed by the same two guys Kanye and Hove? Yes. I did not realize that I looked at the list. <laughs> I was like, that's who sold them to us, but they were right. Like, I hate when people talk about Big Sean. I'm like, have you ever listened to a whole Big Sean album? His freestyles, even on like a random radio show, are really good. I'm like, why are you saying this man sucks? Like, he's really good. I'm sorry. Sorry to hurt your feelings, guys. Um, <laughs> Wale, again, is probably one of the most underrated artists. But again, maybe it's because I literally sit there and I basically break him down like this. He loves sneakers. He loves Seinfeld. And he loves pro wrestling. He reminds me of another individual that I know. And I'm like, hmm. I can, I, I can relate that person to Wale. And that's why I'm a fan. I'm not going to say who it is. I think you know who it is. <laughs> but yeah. That's like a sneakerhead that loves pro wrestling and Seinfeld. Dang. Mmm. Mmm. I need to play I need to play 100 Miles and Running. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the reason I like Wale personally. I was like, man, it's a guy I can relate to. Like, if me and him were in a room, we, we'd probably have a lot to talk about. Like, we'd probably talk about, like, yesterday's episode of SmackDown and, like, the bad audio <laughs> and the yeah. AAA celebration that was ruined by Vince McMahon. But anyway, that's the episode. That's uh, Shy vs. Smiles. I believe Josh has somewhere to go real quick. Yeah, we gotta get, plus we got to get ready for the ne- next episode because we got to call, call some folks. Uh, but also, just before we also end it, Gotta shout out um, my homies Brittany, Jazz, and Suso. They was the one who inspired the this original conversation by hitting me up like, "Yo, wh- what are your uh, rankings of the Drake and J Cole albums?" And I was like, "Yo," gave him my rankings, and then uh, Brittany was like, "Yo, y'all should talk about this on the podcast." So I was like, "Hey, we should talk about this on the podcast." So shout out to them. Yeah. Okay. And uh, also, shout out to everybody else who always anticipates these music debates between us. But it's funny how, like, we didn't agree on everything. Because I know people going to listen to the audio and be like, man, they pretty much agreed on everything. No, we didn't. There's a whole bunch of listening back to our top list. <laughs> I mean, yeah, was, our rankings were not really the same. Yeah. The only thing that I changed your mind about was in this Sean. episode was Big Sean. <laughs> that was it. That was pretty much the the beginning and end of us agreeing on anything, but everything else was pretty much different. Uh, so that's why we call it Shy versus Smiles because we're not always gonna agree. It's it's gonna be the same topic, but we're always gonna have different opinions. Um, like I said again, shout out to everybody that supports this show. Just like you should be supporting the all three of them, Music Impulse, the main show with the big three, and this one. So, 
On that note, do you have anything else to say? No, we we can wrap it up and be out. All right, like I said, these are the quarantine tapes. This is we're not in the studio for this one. Um, Smiles is at his domicile. I am in mine with a very loud dog that has now finally decided to go to sleep <laughs> right in the middle of the living room. But yeah, hopefully we're back in studio soon. Everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, get your money up. Get your N95 mask so you can at least take a walk because they are advising that. And just because they're opening up everything don't mean you go crazy. Let's keep the curve down. Please. So we can all like get back to normal because um, I hate to end it like this on a somber note, but yeah, rest in peace to Fred the Godson. Yeah, yeah, R.I.P. Fred the Godson. Who literally died from this coronavirus, COVID-19. So again, yeah, they're opening up things, but be wary. Be, be, be cautious, be vigilant out here. All right, and we're out. All right. Take a stop.